I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, feeling on the breeze. City skylines, we're puffing on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda. Made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got a bullet in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks, no chinchillas, baby. So what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand. Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks. Talk to Crazy, he talks to me. Keep my business out the streets. It's the ART. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Rick H. Am I the host? Yes. Um, I'm joined by my brother, Benny Banks. Yo, what's good? I'm in the building. Hi, it's me. It's me. I'm here. He's here. My lifetime heterosexual best friend, Chris Boogie. I mean, any kind of sexual, but yeah. Sexuality. I felt like I needed to specify that or sexual part. That. And ladies and gentlemen, today we're joined by the very talented photographer Mark Clennon. Mark, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Give, you the, Hello. give you the fake like, hey, what's going on? Like I haven't been going? sitting here. <clears throat> so <laughs> we haven't been talking for an hour. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like we interviewed him already. Oh yeah, we were talking mm, for a did, while. But I feel like all talk shows do that. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're in the green room in the back. So, uh, who is Mark Clennon? First of all, that's the main question. Are you from New York? Where's your family from? Ah. Do you have 17 siblings? Do you have one sibling? You know? yeah. yeah. Mark Clennon. I'm just a, a black man from Florida. Let's go. Okay. I'm part of Florida. So, I'll rep, rep the whole state. I can't really specify. What? No, no. Okay. Give, me Give me one. Let me tell you why. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell you why. I want you to specify. Man. I will. I will. There's some places in Florida that I do not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same here. <laughs> no, same here. Same here. All right. So, I went to three different high schools in three different parts of Florida. Gotcha. Right? Okay. So, my formative years, okay. I was always an out-of-town kid, right? So. Okay. Um, first eight years of my life, pretty much, was in Tallahassee, Florida. Tallahassee. I've never been to Tallahassee. Wow. So, okay. Tallahassee. It's the capital of Florida. Yeah, no, I know where yeah. it is. I just, just, you know, I always know where Tallahassee. It's in the Panhandle. And then um, after elementary school, I moved to middle school in Tampa, Florida. Tampa, okay. Tampa, Florida. So I spent four years there. So you're a Bucks fan. Yeah, uh, well, I, I'm a former Bucks fan. Yes, a for, former. I, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. former Bucks fan. I, I'm I'm a Bucks fan. If they get oh, good again, okay. I'll hop back on. Um, <laughs> and then I, I went. Then I, my next high school was in uh, like east of Orlando in Brevard County, uh, which okay. is like yeah. where the space shuttles go off. Yeah. Right. That's so Justin our director Justin, he studied in Orlando. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So Brevard County, Palm yeah. Bay area. Shout out to Palm Bay. And then my next high school was in Pensacola, Florida. Was on the Alabama line. Pensacola. Yeah, that, was, that, those, that was diff- yeah, that's that's different. Yeah, it's different. Pensacola, Florida. Oh, I know that what it is. Florida, Bama area. Florida, Bama. Yeah. yeah, that's the 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 Wild Samoans. Um, there's a wrestler in WWE. That's where what? he's from. Yeah. Roman Reigns. He's from Pensacola, Florida. Yeah. Rikishi, Rikishi too. Rikishi, oh yeah. shit! Rikishi's son. I went to school with his sons. The Usos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to school. I went to school with Rikishi's son. So that Samoan family. That's where they went. I need to know more about how were they in high school. I didn't. I didn't really. No, no. They played ball though. No, they didn't play on a basketball team. No, no. They played on the football. Football? I, yeah. They didn't play football either. Uh, maybe. Yo, they're poses, bro. No, maybe they played on the football them, team. And them. my third high school, I didn't play on <laughs> the football. My third high school, but oh, I remember that. Oh, yo, those were Kishi's sons. Oh, I'm like, man. oh, what up? It was like one of those I things. So. I just knew of them. We didn't so like. So you kid. moved around Florida. Yeah. 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 Um, that's high school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in high school, where did you decide to like? First of all, your family. Yeah. Mom, dad, sisters, brothers, everything. So in high school, did you know exactly what you wanted to be, or oh no, what school you wanted to go no. to? Like yeah. everybody in this world that knows exactly who they are from the beginning. No, yeah. I'm 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 from an immigrant family from the Caribbean, half Trini, half Jamaican. So I'm I'm supposed to be. So you're my neighbor. I'm supposed to be a doctor. 
Oh, pretty much that was that was yeah. our engineers. Oh, yeah. you that know? is the only alternative <laughs> yeah. in Caribbean Doctors families. Or yeah, yeah, or something lawyer. like that. One of those. My grandfather to this day, I called him Father's Day. He asked me if I'm going back to school. Yeah, wow. But he he's he still lives on the island. No, he he lives in oh, Florida now. Oh. He lives in Florida now. Um, so yeah, no. You gotta get them that degree because that's one well, thing they always tell well, you. I got, I got the degree. It just, I need that doctor. They want me you to get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> need that doctor. Doctor. So how'd you end up in New York? Um, ew. I don't know. So, so I, um, it's funny. So I got into tech right out of college. Okay. I went to college at USF. So I went back to Tampa for college. Right. Um, and I was working in tech in Sarasota, Florida. And I, I don't know the specific demographics in Sarasota, Florida, but the average age in Sarasota has to be like, well, at least in my area of Sarasota, they're like 65, 70. I walked into a Panera Bread one time, and like the music stopped, and everybody was just looking at me. I had like a, <laughs> I had like a hoodie on. I'm like, this time I got to find something else. <clears throat> so one of my classmates who had just graduated posted a post on Facebook. He's like, yo, I'm looking for roommates in New York. I'm like, ah, I'm not in New York, but... I'll, I'll come like if you move to New York I'll move to New York and I'll be your roommate so I just quit my job and just moved to New York I'm like sort of like a, I moved in in September I think like August 1st I didn't know I was going to be moving to New York in September yeah it was a, it was a quick decision but okay. a good one a good one that's good so you landed in New York what borough did you land in? Uh, Brooklyn 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 wait where in Brooklyn you guys found Um, so my it was really tech, like sort of my first time ever in New York when I moved here uh, Williamsburg. We live on South 9th and Bedford. Wait, how long ago was 2011. 2011. 2011. It's still nice. That's time out. How, how much was the rent going in there? The rent going in was 2500 for a three-bedroom. That was probably a third of the size of this room. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was tiny, and uh, every time our upstairs neighbor took a shower, the, the ceiling would leak, and we had black mold on the top. And then they said they were going to raise the rent to 3500 <laughs> and we said, okay, we're going to have to move. We're moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's probably like 10000 a month now, that same apartment. I believe that shit. It's crazy. That is just insane. Especially right there, South Nine. I feel like. Yeah, it's right off of Bedford, too. It's also yeah. a little weird down there. It's crazy down there. Yeah. And now with the L train thing, like, people are moving out of that area, yeah. but they're still. No, yeah. they did it that whole L train shit out there. They switched no, it. No, 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 it's still going. It is? So now you're in New York. Are you still working in tech or? No, so I worked. Uh, so I worked in tech in Florida, mm-hmm. uh, just for like ten months after college. Then I moved up to New York, and then I, I landed a job at AOL, America oh. Online. Steve Case. Steve Case. He's like the founder of AOL. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> News to me. Oh. He's the. Uh, he knows all the facts. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. I make some of them up. Yeah. Well, so AOL <laughs> then like turned into Oath. You know, they own a bunch of different websites like Huffington Post and stuff like that. So I worked there for like six years. And then I quit to become a photographer in 2017. So that was tough. That must have been tough, man. A lot of what our made guests you want to be a yeah. photographer, like to switch over like that. Oh, like, what were you doing in the Huffington Post, though? Were you a writer? He's like, I'm no, no, I was, I was, I didn't even know. I was making sure that the ad platform was running properly okay. and like oh. optimized, and then I was selling that proprietary ad platform to third parties like CNN. Fox News oh, okay, and okay, CBS okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. That's like not exciting stuff. That's like something all the way over here and then photography is like oh, Yeah, yeah. We've had past guests that they work like, you know, like Dex the artist. He worked in a school before he was like, you know what? I'm gonna quit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna gamble on my talents mm-hmm. as an artist mm-hmm. and I'm gonna yeah. be able to sustain my family. Dex right? R. Jones? No, no, it, it, Dex is like a painter. Gotcha, gotcha. Um we had uh, Jay Ramirez did the same mm, thing. Mm, mm. Talk to us about that. Like, I know it's like it's, yeah, you, you get quit? nervous. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you, you want to. How you make a decision? Because I'm trying to quit yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, but yeah. I don't. Yeah. Want to, you know, I'm trying <laughs> to be an artist. We're doing some little somebody, thing, you know. Somebody to put the battery in my motivator. Listen, it's not for every well one. So I kind of, I kind of like. It seems like a far jump, but if anybody that knows me, like. So, like, in college, I was a, a promoter, a, cl- okay. a club promoter. So, the reason I was able to move to New York because I was promoting clubs so well, I never spent any of my full-time job checks. Like, I never cashed them, right? So, I had, I had the ability to move up to New York. 
But because I had to make all these flyers, I'm in Photoshop and I'm doing Photoshop and I'm cropping the, the girl in the bikini out and putting the words on yeah, there like yeah, every yeah. week, like like repetition. They're like, you know, shitty little club flyers. But like it was just repetition. So I knew how to work Photoshop really well. And then I came up to New York. I'm like, oh, my job's pretty boring. Let me start to make a website. So I started like making websites to kind of like cultural websites to see what events are going on in the city. Right. And then I was like going on Tumblr and like literally taking pictures from Tumblr and put them on the site and people are like, yo, it's my yeah, photo. Why? Take my photo oh. down. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that, you don't want that Tumblr. That's a, that's a cardinal sin. Yeah. Now that I know I'm a photographer, I understand. Yeah, yeah. But at the time I was like, oh, I just need a photo for yeah. my website. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll just take, I'll just take my own photos on my iPhone. Yeah. So then I started just taking the pictures on my iPhone, and I like started getting really good at it. And people were like, oh, what kind of camera is this? I'm like, oh, this is my iPhone. This is like ten Wait, filters on it. Which one? Oh, this is probably um, hmm, probably like the iPhone four and five. Oh wow. Five and six, yeah. That's cool. I still have a six, so it's all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you to the twenty first century yeah. soon. I promise. Maybe in season four, I got a seven plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you, you, you had your, your own little side thing yeah. that you was generating. Well, I, I wasn't making much money off of maybe like 50 bucks a month off of the website. Um, so then... But the work, though, it must have Yeah, it was just fun. Like, it's just like I needed it to like yeah. get through my job. I just didn't yeah, like... Yeah. I didn't okay. like the, the space I was in. Right. Um, then a friend of mine moved up from Florida here like the same camera as me. So my mom actually bought me a camera, like a little starter camera, a Canon Rebel for anybody's familiar with cameras, right? It's like the starter. It's like the starter camera. It's like the starter camera. I'm like, all right, thanks. And I like took a few photos, and I'm like, this is this is too hard. And I put it down. I put it down to set on my desk for a whole year, like 12 months. And a friend of mine, his name is Gerard, he moved up. We had the same camera. He's like, oh, I'm gonna try to walk around my camera. I'm like, well, I got the same camera as you. Like, I'll figure it. I'll figure it out. Like, I don't know how to use mine either, really. Um, and then we just started taking pictures for fun and then I think somebody as a dancer she asked me hey can you take pictures for my site um, I probably can't afford you but uh, all I have is 250 bucks I'm like you're going to pay me two- <laughs> you're going to pay me 250 bucks are you serious um, so that was the first pay gig they were terrible photos very bad um, really? Wait, you look at bad. them now and you think that they're bad, but back then... Uh, they're they're I kind of knew they were bad then. Oh, like, I'm like, the lighting, the color, composition... Just, just skill, like. skill set, yeah. The, the way I edited <laughs> the angles, um, you know, and uh, yeah, so she paid me $250. Never heard from her again. I don't think she was happy with the photos. I don't either. think she used the photos. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> She's still upset about that. Yeah, she probably is. Um, and then kind of grew from there. So I started doing photo shoots at my on, like right after work. Started doing photo shoots every weekend. So I used to brunch a lot. I didn't go any brunches anymore. I'm just you know taking photos. Photo. Then there was like a week where I'm taking photos. Like I had a shoot before work, at lunch, and after work, like wow. three days in a row. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, and this these is are all paid gigs though. Like, um. So for so I was doing a working for like a travel company, and they needed like a campaign with NYC Go. Um, and so like oh I thought there was a big opportunity because it's like NYC go be like on, you know, around the city so like I took the opportunity for free just to like get my name out there because I didn't really I had a full time job I didn't really yeah. need yeah. like cash any cash I made just went to go buy new photography equipment yeah. it wasn't like towards rent or anything um, so actually I was doing that stuff for free um, and then I started like finally getting regular clients like at the end of 2016 and then through 2017 that's what yeah. so what's the, the gig because there's a gig I've asked Dex this off camera. There's a point where you're doing something and you're like, you know what? This is exactly what I need to be doing. Like, mm. was there a campaign that you got or someone that said, let's do the shoot? And while you were doing that shoot, you were like, this is my life. That epiphany moment, that's that's what I'm looking for. Damn, was there one? Wow, he's going deeper than words up. Well, I mean, I just, I just, I just no, I'm with I like, yeah, I like the question. I mean, but, but that that is not that is, that doesn't align with like when I figured out I wanted to quit, I wasn't shooting campaigns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any so, you know, That's what I mean. Like, right. were you doing a gig? It doesn't have to necessarily, right. or right. it was just a moment. Maybe yeah, you weren't even I think, doing. I think shoot. it was like semi gradual. I think I was probably editing mm-hmm. at like three o'clock in the morning. You know, and I'm like, I really, really love this, love this shit. Like, I really like being in Lightroom and, like, fiddling with the colors. And, like, everything kind of aligned because I was in 
sales, like in a tech space. So I got to mm-hmm. sell myself, sell my work. I did all the club promotion stuff. Yeah. So I, like I was for me, right. like just going out and just talking to people, whatever schmoozing, and then doing all the flyers and stuff like that. I kind of was already familiar with all these programs, and then like the website stuff that I was doing before. Now I can just make my own website. I don't have to wait on anybody. I can make my own logo. I can do all these things. So everything just kind of merged. All my experiences kind of merged at one time. So I'm like, oh, this is it. Because it sounds like you you learned more the business part of what you needed to do before, right? You know, like, the artist, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. so definitely. Like that transition is like mm-hmm. most people they figure some shit out, like, oh, I like to paint, or I like to do this shit, and then they're like, yo, I need to really get this shit, this business shit in order. And right. Like, That's a little. Bit yeah, it was kind of backwards for yeah. me. So like, I had an opportunity That's to just dope. focus on getting better at photography because I literally knew how to do all oh, the yeah, other business stuff already. That's dope. So dope. was there someone you mentioned it already? <laughs> was there something or someone you looked at or you studied that was in photography? that made you like you, you you noticed it yourself you're like oh that photo shoot that I did back then was bad like who inspired you to get better or like who did you look up to um every like literally everybody like I, I'm every time I log on to Instagram I'm just like wow this 12 year old kid took this shot like, are you kidding me <laughs> um, but I think at that time when I was really thinking about quitting like uh, Raven Barona she does a lot of stuff with like Jay-Z and Beyonce oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Raven B is yeah Raven B yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's from she's from uptown like the Bronx I think um, so like kind of watching her story as she was like starting to shoot these tours with like Big Sean and Future like wow she's doing so great like this is possible she quit her job you know, I read an article on her. She quit her job, and she's doing this now. So that I was kind of looking up to her a lot, just seeing how she was able to maneuver in the photography space because it's really a competitive space. Yeah. It and is. then, like, I went back and like researched like Gordon Parks and like uh, Roy De Caravra, who are like New York City-based photographers that really captured the essence of what it right. meant to be uh, a photographer in their time. And like, but I'm really like a child of like Instagram generation, so I'm just looking at the hashtag, looking at the fire. Yeah photos yeah. like yo this is dope you know yeah. uh, like 13th witness like a big instagram guy yo that dude super ill picture yeah it's crazy yeah. whoa 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 so yeah, I mean, like, he just has really amazing shots yeah i don't know what his like does he edit a lot because i feel like a yeah. lot of stuff i mean it looks very like whoa, surreal almost yeah did you even get this so like a lot of my stuff i was trying to be like him right like shooting a lot of buildings and like street and the lights and the, the light leaks and like the cityscape yeah. stuff because that was the stuff I was seeing on Instagram that's what I started right. out shooting um, and then like I came across like a platform called Street Etiquette Joshua Kesey like he kind of shifted my perspective I'm like wow look at these amazing dope black faces that kind of like are sort of similar to the street stuff but it's really like refined and like oh this is kind of has, has a more of a narrative that I'm into so I kind of started to shift my creative direction from there and then, you know, then it'll just come down to shooting it. At, at the time, I'm just taking pictures, you know. Yeah. It's not until I stop and look back and see what my influence is. How right. much of it is editing, though, in, like, photography? You like, can you can make you can make a good picture pretty good. You can never make a good picture great in editing. Okay. But okay. if you have a great picture, you can make the, a phenomenal picture with editing. Right, so it still all comes down to like the composition and stuff okay. like that. Like you might be able to save, you might be able to save some photos, but like the ones that I knew were the ones I kind of knew when as I was taking. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be right. gonna be hit. So, what is like your favorite shape? Your favorite shape? Favorite thing to mm-hmm. shoot? Like, is it uh, is it natural environments, mm-hmm. or is it uh, cities, or is it because uh, it's there's so much more to photography mm-hmm. that people do not realize. Right, right, right. Um, I follow a few photographers, and I know, like, three of them. It's just, even when I'm on vacation, I become the designated photographer mm-hmm. yeah. for me and my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere I mean, he's not good at it. Yeah, though. he's not good at it. I am not that great at it. We talked about it. Then I'm going to coach you through some techniques. Yeah, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got techniques for the iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, a Galaxy. six, remember, so. <laughs> yeah, I got the, the, the Galaxy 9. The uh, I can't help it. You can't help me no. with that one? What the uh-huh. fuck is a Galaxy 9? So, like, what, what is your favorite? <laughs> um, Damn. When a client comes up to you and they're like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, that's another thing. Mm. When a client comes up to you, do you have, like, an idea just from what they tell you? Or 
uh, like, do you meet the person and say, you know what, you give them a suggestion? Like, how do you work that out? Yeah. Um, it just, it everything's different. A lot of times, so, especially when I was getting started in 2016 and 2017, I had a lot of individual clients. And a lot of times they would have already, like, a vision, a vision that they were trying to capture and that's why they had me in mind and they reached out to me so it's not like they're coming out of complete left field by the time they email me um but it used to go i have them kind of just tell me about yourself and what you're looking to do do you have any reference images to kind of give me a good idea of what you're looking for you know what do you plan on wearing uh, do you have a location in mind if you don't have a location in mind we kind of bounce some ideas around but you know in those cases so i might shoot like the same <laughs> i might shoot like the same few different clients at the same exact location. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you if you got to find a dope location. Right, right, right. You, you got, like, know a signature the signature shot. Right, right. Right. So, like, sometimes people are like, oh, why didn't you post my shoot on your pages? Because, like, I plan on reusing that location with my next client <laughs> who's booked next week, so I don't want to spoil it. Um, next so, week shower. Yeah. Um, so, stuff like that. I mean, but now I'm really focused on, like, more corporate stuff corporate clients and like bigger scales scale things yeah what are some clients uh, wait before that let me Damn. interrupt I'm sorry let me interrupt you guys I just have to say that it is raining I want to thank Mark for coming out this in this monsoon no I just want to because I keep hearing the drops so if the audience hears the drops in the audio that's what it is it's, it the, it's the glass so it's not that we're trying to set the mood with Mark, you know. Yeah, Ain't no candles lit in here. Yeah, they are. A meditation <laughs> CD, you know. So, go ahead, Chris, I'm sorry. I forgot what the fuck I was asking. About. <laughs> Did I throw you off? He was talking about he's doing something about clients. Something about clients. Clients. He needed to talk about the fucking raindrops. <laughs> I did. At this moment, I forgot to address it in the why. beginning. I'm sorry. You said that shit to the end, bro. Clients. <laughs> Recent, like recent clients that you you feel like you that it was really enjoyable work. I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot. Oh no no no! I, sure I all definitely his, all of his clients. I with this camera, I I enjoy all of my shoots. I I every shoot is amazing, and I'm so excited exactly. to do it every one. Exactly. But that it's do, like one but thing he told us about. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot wait to work with you. But but I mean yeah um. Probably, definitely, uh, some recent work that came out actually shot in October was um, the, on the set of the When They See Us, the story of the Central Park oh, Five yeah. for Netflix. Thank you, Chris, for going into that right now. Um, <laughs> but it's all right. We can talk about it then. We can talk about it. Bro, <laughs> Justin can edit that shit out and put it at the end. Oh, in the back? All right, fine. <laughs> you want his reaction? I did not. Well, so you shot some photos. I was on set shooting some stills for you. He did the behind the scenes and he also did the premiere. For a day, yeah. So I did that. I was on set for a day capturing stuff for Netflix, the platform. Um, and then I did the premiere and, and uh, post party. How was it working with Ava? Well, I mean. I, did, I was, say, was it just like, oh, this guy's taking a picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, uh, there's a couple of times I was kind of like in the way. She's like, don't worry, guys, he's with Netflix. So she's like super sweet. She came yeah. and she like came, stopped what she was doing to say hello to me, which was, you know, I was surprised she introduced me to folks. Like, this is a photographer from Netflix. and name is Mark, et cetera, et cetera, which I thought was amazing because she's in charge of hundreds of people on set right now. We're on Lennox. Yeah, it's um, like her baby and everybody that's right, there. Right, right. That's crazy. Um, so, you know, all the actors are there. You know, John Lennon. By the way, they shooting. look like, from your shots in the red carpet, the actors look like they had a good relationship with you. Yeah. Well. So, or like a good vibe. Because yeah. you could tell from the photos that there's. Um, yeah. What I do is, for stuff like that, I usually come out blazing with the camera fast. So they get really used to me. And also, they're actors. They're used to having cameras in their faces. They're used to performing in front of everybody. You know, everything's rolling, and, like, literally 100 people are watching them perform. So um, for the, but on the set, you know, we're on Lennox. And, um, you know, Ava, Ava DuVernay yeah. is directing, and she's walking through. And then people, you know, we're in Harlem. People are pulling their cars over. Even if they don't even remember Ava's name at the top of their head, they'll come out the window, they'll, like, point out the window and say, you, you. Thank you for everything you do for us. Yo, and it happened. It happened multiple times. And I'm like, wow, like the impact that she is she's had by telling black stories uh, with the nuance and delicacy that they deserve. Like you can really feel it um, wow. on the set. And like it was very emotional for me because I'm like, wow, this is like this is above. I feel the love, and I'm not even Ava. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so she stopped every time and said, you know, thank you so much. I'm doing this for for all of us. 
and we continue to shoot. Yeah. What I love what she does is it's not a body like she doesn't say it from one side of the story. Mm -hmm. She literally shoots it how it happened Mm -hmm. and she lets you see as a viewer and then you look at it and you say I mean you not to say anything against any of the prosecutors or any of that stuff that's going on but that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't come out and like yeah, deny it now. So fuck those guys. So the I'm not gonna say that. So fuck them. Fuck them. I should. So the beauty of not just with when they see us because when they see us like like a lot of reaction came after that and I'm gonna ask you about that but not just that because she's done other things that it tells the story how it needs to be told. Mm-hmm. And I, when they see us before it even came out, and John was almost posting stuff. John, you're gonna be on the show. Yo, please. He was posting <laughs> stuff about it before anything, and I was like, I need to see this, this series. Yeah. And I actually saw it in one night with, mm. with Jessica mm-hmm. at the house. So to be on set, I got. I should must have been, been fucking surreal. Yeah. It was surreal, but also the environment on set felt more like a cookout. Like, yeah. you, like, like oh, you've been okay. in the city. You've been in the yeah. city, right? And, like, you'll see a production. You see the trailers. Okay. You know, you kind of see the guys p- pulling stuff out the truck. Yeah. And then, you know, setting up the lights and stuff like that. It was the same thing. But, like, I'm like, oh, I never really noticed. I've never seen a black dude, like, doing all these things. Or, like, a Spanish guy mm-hmm. doing all these So, like, women holding cameras and doing, like, mm-hmm. the, the lead cameras and stuff like that. Um, it, was, it was such a diverse and empowering set before you even get to, like, the main part. Right, and everybody was smiling. Like the the actual actors, they're like dancing on set. It wasn't until like you hit action that uh, you know they get into character and do what they have to do, um, which had a disconnect for me because I had that one day on set. Mm-hmm. My next interaction with the production was on the red carpet, which was a celebration. Yeah. And so they went in to go uh, watch the first two episodes of the premiere. I go to the after party to get ready to shoot the after party. Mm-hmm. Everybody's arriving from the premiere to the after party mood is not no. where it was and that was the first time it hit me I'm like oh shit these are real stories about real people about yeah. some, some shit that really happened and they yeah. just saw two hours of that right. you could see it on people's faces I, eventually like you know the drinks were flowing and like you know still celebrating the moment but like yeah. that moment when everybody's walking in fresh from the premiere that I realized like, this is going to be an intense yeah, you're watch actually, yeah. there's a lot of emotions you're pissed off yeah. I had friends saying that they're not going to watch it right now because they don't the summer's coming in and mm-hmm. they don't want to get into yeah. that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's you get invested in yeah. in the series yeah. into each single character mm-hmm. specifically like Corey Wise yeah. the way they told his story was incredible incredible, yeah. incredible. so uh, Wait, were any of the like actual people there from the um I definitely, five. definitely the met exonerated, them. The exonerated, exonerated five. Yeah. I definitely met uh, those guys at the uh, party for sure in the premiere. Uh, don't recall that day um, meeting them when I was there. Yeah, oh. I think it was a nice touch crazy. though that they were at the end yeah. of the actual show um, on Netflix, and they're able you able to see who the actual person mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And at the red carpet, they were there, and they were. Um, mingling in with the cast, mm-hmm. I think those the cast and those guys grew up really strong. Oh yeah, me. for so, sure, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, look, if you're capturing that like that experience with somebody, I'm sure that that is something. There's got to be an emotional yeah, attachment mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. person, and I think they all the guys did a great job. Oh yeah, every <laughs> single. I mean, the Corey Wise did good. I think Raymond Santana did it. All the guys did a great job. So that was. My whole little thing about we, we could do a whole episode on it. right, right, because uh-huh. we even mentioned it on the last episode. Yeah. So, what are some other campaigns you or clients you worked with that you really? I mean, you love them all. Mm-hmm. They're all special. They're all special. They're all special. I think I must. There's a special place in my heart for Foot Locker. Foot Locker. Foot Locker. Foot Locker. Foot Locker was a sneaker though. Uh, I did some champion stuff. I did some ASIC stuff. I did Vans and I did Vans and okay. I did Reebok. Okay. Um, like all separate shoots. But that was like my first, Foot Locker was like my first like corporate campaign. campaign. Shout out to Tennis for, tennis. shout out to you, Tennis. Mark, we got some stuff we need you to shoot. That's, that's, exa- how, that, that's, that's literally exactly how it happened. She called me like, hey, I got this. 
this is my I think it was her first campaign too. Like she had oh, just really? started. Wow. So, Alright, I got this thing for Foot Locker. Could you uh Can you wanna shoot? Like I I'm like, okay. And I was so nervous, like I actually took um, you know, one of my collaborators and, and she assists me sometimes. I actually ran through the entire shoot the day before by location with somebody the day before. Wow. Is it just people running? No, it, this was on the like subway. Capturing their shoes oh. or something? It was on the subway, so like capturing their, in their shoes and just like... Wait, they're just standing on the smart, train and yeah. you're, you're taking pictures of the shoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it was like an editorial style. So like they had on the, like their champion shirts, like the whole thing oh, up front all, all the way down, the whole outfit. So like we captured all the pieces. Um, and that was like my first time like doing like a corporate client. And I think... Whoever you never know who's watching you, and I yeah, feel like a, yeah. the switch hit, and a lot of people who are watching, like, oh, okay, now I can consider this person for corporate stuff. Right. Yeah, somebody and, gave you that. Foot right. And, gave you this type of right. And so, like, that. I've done, done, I've done multiple shoots with Foot Locker since um, there's a first. It opportunity. says here Forbes, Citibank, Sony, RCA, yeah. Adweek, yeah. Huffington mm-hmm. Post. You already mentioned mm-hmm. Essence, Jet Magazine, mm-hmm. Jet Magazine, HBO, Marvel, Pepsi, Nike, and Netflix, which you just talked. Marvel, my brother actually wanted hey, to. He's what, like Marvel. So the Marvel thing, the Marvel thing happened. Oh man, I quit in October. It happened in January. Oh, wow, in, that's that's wow. a nice. Look. I was in uh, Los Angeles uh, working on something else, and I get a call. It's like, hey, yes, we're the official provider for. I guess it was so. Um, Ruth Carter, who is who does the clothing for the. All of Black Panther, oh, right? Wow. So it wasn't for her. It wasn't for her. So like the person who does jewelry for her, who designed the jewelry yeah. for Black Panther, has official merchandise for Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you guys calling me? Where did you find me? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, are, we heard. You know, are you in LA? I'm like, yes, but like, how? Like, how is this happening? Yeah. Um. And so I went there and shot like just some product for the Black Panther movie, a part of the rollout. And then I did some Fashion Week stuff for the Black Panther rollout at Marvel. The fucking T'Challa necklace? No. Oh. Well, I, no, no, no. I shot like the T'Challa, um, you can buy like the T'Challa official merch from Marvel. Oh. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like a movie set situation yeah, like the Netflix. Gotcha, so this is like very early in my career. But yes, oh, still, still Marvel. Dope, still Marvel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's um, dope. Track. That's a good movie. I'm interested in the Jet magazine. I don't know what the yeah, fuck yeah. Jet magazine. So the Jet magazine was Jet actually. Jet magazine. Jet's called, oh, time, 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 time. I see magazine. it all the time. It's still, it's still up. Yeah. Still, yeah. 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 Are they still the same size? Jet is like this tall. It was like it's always been like a, a miniature, sort of like the TV guide. Size. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think it was supposed. I think it started as like the black TV guide. Right. That's how it started. Oh, okay. Um, no, so the Jet thing, I actually didn't shoot for them. They featured me uh, on, like, a creative spotlight. Okay. Um, Even so, better. Yeah, yeah, which was cool. So they um, they reached out to me, and I like, did, like, a quick little interview about, you know, me as a rising creative in New York. I was still working at the time, which was it was a really cool and a good look. Definitely, like, happy to... Definitely a good look. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get a stamp of approval from an yeah, yeah. established magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, that was amazing. Um, it's really just been, like, a network of folks... That I just known for forever, kind of just reaching out like, "Hey, we need we need you for this." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> That's dope. Networking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So networking, you give us a call. We'll, we'll give you a call right no, now. No, he already called. He called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next question: <laughs> Is there something you haven't shot yet that you would like to like? Is like you mentioned the tour. Yeah. Would you like to do a tour? Is there something that? Vision or book, possibly a tour. Like, a tour would be fun. Like a world tour, what like a, like a music mean? tour. Like that would be fun. Tour? Yeah, I, I just don't have like. That sounds mad fun. I've shot, I've shot um like concerts. Like mm-hmm. I did, I shot like some like stuff Coachella? at uh Made in America and Afro Punk and stuff oh, like that. Um, I just don't know if I have the resume right now to go on a whole tour. So I, it's not really like in my scope right now. So let's like, say, you know, ASAP Ferg called you like, listen, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, would you, ASAP Ferg is some guy, I, I would love to go on tour with him. Yeah. Hell yeah. If you, if you well, ask me, yeah, yes. Yes, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ferg. I'll be there. What Who's time? Who's an artist that you, you Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick. Kendrick. Well, I mean, that's the, Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. that's the, I, even from his, yeah. His, his uh, CD covers and all the artwork and stuff. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. It's his birthday today, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, 
Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, so Kendrick Lamar, like, I would love to, like, and my goal is, like, I would love to shoot, like, an iconic music cover, like an album cover, because that's something you live with. Yeah. You know? You know what's your favorite. Like, what's your favorite album? Uh, favorite album, depending on what. I mean, I grew up where it was the golden age for rap music. Uh, a lot of Nas's album right. covers were so, iconic Illmatic, to me. Illmatic, you know what Illmatic looks like. You yeah, spent that. You look. You stare at that album. Iconic cover for yeah, me. It pops in your head. Yeah, you know. So like um, those. Blueprint. Yeah. Some of Slick Rick's album. Okay. Um, <laughs> Slick Rick has some iconic <laughs> album covers. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. You guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, Eric B and Rockin had an iconic one. One DMC had an iconic one. Big Pun's Capital Punishment That's was an iconic album. Doggy Style was iconic. Doggy oh, Style, yeah, the artwork, that was, yeah, that was iconic. Dogs. Yeah. Well, that was like animation, though. Yeah, but I was still iconic. Was you know, I, I'm going to say this. He's going to be mad at me, but Eminem's first four or five albums. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. Oh, I, I hear you. The Slim Shady LP, mm-hmm. if you look at the photo, there's a lot of going, like, in the photo, you can see everything that you're going to listen in the album. Yeah. From that first shot. Mm-hmm. You yeah. see Kim in the trunk. You Go. see him with the baby. Yeah. You see all the stuff that goes on. Um, the the house from the Marshall Mathers LP, okay. the Eminem show, like his album covers, he puts a lot of like, that's why him and Nas to me come to mind. Whoa, wait. <laughs> what? Wait, wait. As far as the album cover. No, the album cover. I know, but it's just weird to hit them two in the same sentence. And his album because his face like this. Nas's face is on every album. It's just his face. Exactly. Uh, still mad. He's like this. I am is my favorite one yeah. though with the with the Egyptian pharaoh. The Egyptian pharaoh. That one was like I just that, think yeah. he murdered yeah, that, that one. And then the one that he just did now with the lost tapes too, where it's just like a broken like mm, tape. Mm-hmm. I gotta show you that photo. Even the thing he did with the where he's wearing like he has a Khalees dress on his. Oh, oh yeah, life is good. Life yeah, is good. Life is good. I, I thought that was good. Well, I like that. Was like a real that was good petty. Though. Good yeah. petty, right? But there. I honestly. Not, not talking stop about the albums itself. Stop talking to me about fucking Eminem. Please, just stop. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. Stop it. It's making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Guys and Eminem in the same sentence. Eminem is, is dope. No, he's dope. dope. Slim Shady LP, fun fact, was my first CD. My mom, my mom made me get the clean version, which makes it what? impossible to hear. How oh, he's gonna say five? It makes the whole. <laughs> it made it impossible to hear. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, that, I like that. Do they the first CD the I ever bought? I'll tell you right now. I, it, was the, it was the firm. It was the firm. It was the firm. It was Nas, AZ, and Foxy Brown. Mine was Lil Wayne. What? Which Lil Wayne? Carter One? Yeah, the first one. No, no, no. It wasn't even Carter. The squad mixtapes? Oh, Block is Hot. Oh, shit. Yeah, I remember Block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Block is Hot. And, uh, and then it was a bunch of like Terror Squad, feet. Beat Nuts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay-Z, Nas. But it was The Firm. Because you know what? The Firm shot their one of their videos at United Palace. Oh, yeah. And we got to see Busta and Nas. True. For some reason, Busta Rhymes was there. Yeah, we grew up right down. like It's one like block a block over. Oh, okay. So there was like this big shoot. And we're like, oh, snap, who's here? And we went and we Busta got to Rhymes. see AZ, Busta. That's amazing. That's amazing. So... I, album, I, I, iconic album cover. Right, right. Uh, Hold the on, tour. I have a question about that Eminem album. Okay, oh, here we go. So, did they bleep out the the words, or he did he switch the words when he's? It writing? was worse than that. You know how back like they were like reverse the word, so oh. like, it like like do it. Oh, so it was God. like worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it was gibberish. Like the yeah, they didn't word. mix the word. They didn't bleep it out or like leave it blank. They like <laughs> like yeah, oh, you know what they did that like it was it was nightmare. really bad. It was really bad. My other question is, what you? Emma, I love you. I would love you to be on the show. We'll go to Detroit. So, would you translate? Because it's an art form. <laughs> photography is an art form. Would you dabble into something else besides photography, as far as like art or shooting or? I mean, film, videos. videos. Photography is very hard um, to be like the greats. So I'm, I'm focused on photography. I think that I'm not going to close the door on other opportunities. I do have, I feel like I have some great ideas in the tuck about some like film and motion picture type of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just about entry points. I okay. feel like if I can get to a certain level as a photographer, making that transition and finding the people that I need to find to make a really good visual 
uh, will be easier. Step than, one, director, right there. I'm just <laughs> there. We go. There we go. So, um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely open to it. Like I never thought, I never thought I would be a photographer. Three years ago, I had never thought I would be a photographer. That's so, nice. but you love it though. Yeah, you I get love it, a sense of like you go home at night, and you're like, I love exactly. Right. That. Three in the morning, you're editing mm-hmm. something. And like, damn, I would not be up if this was work. Right. Well, I mean, yes. There, work is work a lot of yeah. times. But like, working, working all day at my last job and working all day now, I might be even more tired now, but it's a, it feels different. It's a different type of tired. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like being tired after hooping all day and y'all, y'all yeah, running yeah, the court, yeah, yeah. you know? Then instead of getting smacked for, you know, right. all day. So, um... So yeah, it just feels it's a different kind of tire. Like, wow, I'm, I'm actually pushing closer to what I'm trying to accomplish. Whereas before, I thought I was kind of like spinning a wheel a little bit. Yeah. So, there's another thing. You also are involved with ad color. You mm-hmm. shoot a lot of stuff for them. You did the Ad Week. Is it Ad Week, the magazine? Yeah, the Ad Week. Yeah. So how did you get involved with that? So, I, um, being the advertising person that I am, I quit my job. Um, I didn't tell a soul. I wanted to do a whole campaign rollout. Like, I shot a video. I wrote a script for the video. Okay. Uh, you know, like, telling my story. And, like, basically, I am open for business now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did it. You know, it did really well on, like, Facebook, which I wasn't really targeting Facebook. But it did really well on fa- Facebook. And I already had, like, a loose relationship with Ad Color. Um, and then Tiffany R. Warren, the creative Ad Color, was like, hey, we need to actually need a photographer to shoot uh, our futures program. Uh, in two weeks. Oh, shit. I'm like, okay. This was uh, last year? No, this was 2017. 2017, okay. Two years ago. 2017, yeah. It was 2017. So, like, a few weeks after I quit my job, I was already in L.A. uh, booked with Ad Color. So, that was the first opportunity. So, every year since, I've kind of, my role has kind of expanded um, a little bit more and more each year, continuing to work with the Ad Color uh, family. And so, it's been been good. So, how's that weekend for you? That, that, that whole conference I asked Andy what yeah. ad color Andy mm-hmm. Diaz was here I asked him what ad color is he gave his definition but you give me the sense of feel from a photographer standpoint during that weekend what's that weekend like it's just it's just a it's just a community of people who get it with a mission to to make sure our it's all storytelling I guess and advertising and storytelling we're talking about Ava yeah. DuVernay like to, to tell the right stories with delicacy and nuance to make sure everybody feels included is, is the most impactful way to to reach people and it can be just more than selling a product right it could be yeah. it could be selling motivation it could be larger than just buy this and that's what I really admire about being in the ad color space and actually I first heard about ad color in 2015 maybe a little bit before, before that but I was at my desk in 2015 in September and I saw on Twitter the ad color conference was happening Right, like tomorrow. I didn't have a ticket. The tickets are expensive. They're like three thousand bucks. Right? Oh, shit, that's crazy. Um, I didn't have a ticket, but I knew like one or two people, like they were already going. And I'm like, I'm just gonna dress up nice to work. I'm gonna show up to work. Yeah. And I'm gonna go to the conference. I was gonna leave work at lunch and just go. So I snuck into the conference. Like I, I went, I went in like, oh my badge. I was in the last thing. And I'm the guys like, whatever. You know, um, and so I snuck in, and, and then I, I spent the day at that conference illegally, um, and <laughs> and I left, and I left, and I left like I have to get my shit together. I didn't know how. I'm like, these people are amazing. I gotta figure out how I can be better at me, um, and that might have been one of the first dominoes to like finding photography. I'm like, I gotta do something. I gotta do better. Um, so it was kind of a full circle moment to be then hired a couple years later. To um, shoot with them, and then shooting the ad cover, yeah, ad, ad week, week cover, cover yeah. on behalf of Ad Color in May was like the complete full circle, um, which was amazing. They kind of gave me a call, and I was like, okay. Yeah. So that magazine's in my house for some particular reason. I don't know why. <laughs> um, and the cover is really dope. Mm-hmm. And I don't know some lady that lives in my house with oh. me. Um, she brought it home with her, and she's like, look at this cover. I know the guy that shot this cover. He's dope. Damn. 
I looked into Thank Mark and, and I reached out. Oh, boy. Oh, that cover actually brings it full circle. It does. And I've been to the conference and I know exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about. It's, it's, it's a good time. Yeah. So, Mark, is there a plan for a book? Uh, like, I know a lot of photographers like a do. Book? Yeah, uh, a lookbook. I mean, Wait, but that's not like really a. a pho- you, probably, you probably have like a portfolio. I have a like, physical like portfolio a, book. That's no, but I mean like a book where. Like a published for sale. Published, yeah, for sale. Um, yeah, I get a lot of inquiries about buying prints. I get a lot of uh, inquiries about books. I think that's something I want to do in the next year. Yeah. Um, you just still want to work. Like, yeah, just work, work time. Like, summertime is the busy season for photographers. So I'm like. I'm just collecting every bag I can get right now, right. and then maybe like as things like slow up, like September, October, I start that rollout to offer some prints for the holiday season. I think would be cool. Um, but like I have, like I have ideas for a book. Like I've already made, I already have a book of my own personal. It's at my house. Um, they're just scaling that and making yeah. it available to other people and kind of tweaking it. Yeah. That's fire. So in four, well, let's say this. I have two more questions okay. before we wrap. Wow. What would you tell a young aspiring photographer? What advice would you give them at this point? Guy that just bought that Canon, Canon Rebel. You gotta use it. Shoot, shoot often. There's gonna be times you're gonna feel like you're plateaued. That's when you gotta challenge yourself and say, you know, I'm gonna try to recreate this random picture. I'm gonna try to make a photo shoot that's all yellow try to restrict yourself rent a new lens and see how that works just always try new things try to put a plastic bag over your lens I don't know like literally literally try everything at least once yeah I've done it it works it looks great it looks great Um, it looks like smoky it gives like a smoky effect Um, and so you know that's really important just explore I found that like motivation and success right it's kind of a wheel once you stop seeing success you get less motivated Okay. So you gotta find another way to win. You gotta find little tiny, little small, little victories to keep that motivation going. Because people lose their motivation, then they lose their passion. But is it passion, or you just don't feel like doing it anymore? Yeah. No. So, so it's like you gotta take control of that wheel um, as a photographer. And then no, photography is a is a people business. It's you you have customers. It's a service business. You're you're giving people your art. So you have to treat your customers like customers and people um, and value them um, and, and make sh- and extend that over to any interaction you have and that's going to help you I don't really do any outreach everything is I've said it probably five times like, they hit me up and I'm like okay that's literally all of everything all my business but okay yeah this is cool so uh, I think that's just a, uh, a testament to the things I'm just trying to do with people yeah what's your last question have you ever like Throw some shit, like been taking a picture, and just throw some shit and taking a picture while it's flying. What the fuck are you talking about? It just popped up. That happened today. So I was going to shoot today. You throw that shit, and you take a picture. Like the time they threw a shoe at Bush? Dude, it just came to my head. You know what? You know, no, no, no. no. I know, like, okay. Let me tell you why it came to my mind. Okay, please. You said that you put put a bag over your your camera Mm -hmm. and try different shit. So I was like, yo, what if somebody just threw, like, their shoe and fucking take a picture of that shit landing? The shoe flying. Just as you're flying. I suppose that could be an interesting yeah, photo, depending. Done. No, I'm saying. Have man. I ever done it? No. What's no. <laughs> the craziest shit he's going to? Yeah, like he's gonna put it on. The craziest. Oh no! There was one time where I wanted to. I rolled out. I got like six people on Fifth Avenue, Fifth and Nineteenth, right. at 7 a.m. We rolled out an entire like portable studio into the middle of Fifth Avenue, and oh, like, shit. and like March. And then we had them set up right in the middle. No permit, no nothing. You gotta do it. And we just shot it. I'll show you the picture afterwards. But uh, so we just shot it. And like every time, like beep beep beep. That's Fifth Avenue. Like yeah, so, yeah, people yeah, are yeah. driving, busy, driving, bro. driving. And they were going back and forth. But I was like, we, yeah, we got out there like right at sunrise yeah. to do that. That was pretty high stress. Oh, the pretty cold now. Yeah, it was cold too. It was very cold. Very cold. Yo, but I have another question. Here have you go. ever looked at something and you're Here like, yo, this is too perfect? Like a car, and then you kick that shit. 
And then you take a picture because it looks more as so, Oh, I know where these questions are coming from. Um, so my brother's IG is dedicated to his artistry. <laughs> okay. Yes. No, I respect it. Art. I'm serious. I respect and it. Something looked like too like too perfect, right? And then you like you gotta mess, you it up. mess it up a little bit and then you That's take a picture. Is that why there's a scratch on my car? Um yeah, you just exactly. fuck my shit up. That's I wanna take a the property, bro. I, I can't think of a properties. specific case but i i do subscribe to that mentality though yeah i do like how can we fuck some shit up right like i do subscribe to that there so like know. sometimes things do look perfect yeah. i'm like oh well like what's gonna be abnormal like most like, recently some, uh, i have a photo i have a photo i have a photo um we're in a photo shoot and she has on uh socks and heels okay. and a dress and there's a puddle of water like in the way mm-hmm. so i was like we're just just standing it we're trying to work around it so just fuck it um, and it, it was one of my favorite photos That's so cool. like those That's little cool. moments those little moments and that kind of mentality of uh, breaking things maybe not other people's things yeah. but, like, <laughs> that looks that, more yeah, artistic yeah destruction yeah. of property right, right. Yeah. Well, you don't gotta tell nobody though Exactly. But you have photo. Yeah, you're taking photos. Yeah. <laughs> so it would have been like that. I just <laughs> evidence. It would have been like that after the other person kicked the fan. Great He's not gonna admit on a fucking recording that he fucking damaged. I'm not. Saying, I did it. I, 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 I didn't do it. it. I'm saying like, what do you think about that? Yeah. I'm not saying that. No, right. no. I, I, you know, I would prefer it to be your car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But um, okay, my car looks way too. But like I've stood, I've just, like you know, it's New York, so I've stood on other people's cars that were parked. You know, they'll never know. Well, even if they do, they're gonna. It's New York, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, people and sit on people's cars all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I didn't break anything. That's do you have a question? That's why I eat my bacon, egg, and cheese on other people's cars. Hmm. Do you have any questions? So if I am someone who has a nice company. And I want to reach out to Mark Hunt. Mm-hmm. How do I get in contact? Best way to reach you. Um, probably email. Email. Okay. Mark at markclennon.com. Let's go. Clennon is like John Lennon with a C in the front. Ooh, it's an easy way. way it's easy way. My mom taught me that when I was like six. I had no idea who John Lennon was. What? But uh, what about now? Um, now I know who he is. Yeah, of course. Um, um, you can find me on Instagram at mark.c. Mark.c. It's very simple. At mark.c. At mark.c. You gotta keep it simple. And from my Instagram, you can find all my other links and stuff like that from my bio. So, yeah. He doesn't come cheap for those of you that are like. Yo, you gotta have that. <laughs> <laughs> he comes at the right price. He comes at the right price. I, I want to thank Mark for taking time out his day and coming into this arena here or area in this cold area with the rain and everything the rain coming down and still making it to be on the show mark thanks for coming thanks through for again me. for the fifth fifth time cool. and yeah. putting up with betting stories we'll see you next week next week we have anthony donahue Woo. from 33rd and 7th podcast and it's going to be an all new york knicks episode <laughs> Oh, Lord. So, I so stay tuned. <laughs> I got some questions.